I'm Marcy Lundy. Today is Tuesday, June 6th, 2023, and this is the Cult of Kindness podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. What the Cult of Kindness podcast is, is a masterclass for those of us that are on a kindness journey. Perhaps you feel as though you've always been kind and you're looking for a bit of a refresher course. Or perhaps you're skeptical about being kind as you don't want your kindness taken for weakness. Or perhaps you feel as though you've never been kind, but you do understand the difference that kindness makes in the world and you want to give it a try. It is for all of you. It is for all of us. As I always say, I'm on the kindness journey right along with you. This week, we will wrap up the book of the month that was for May, Sealing the Journey to Inner Peace by Daniel Merfield. Uh, This book is so special. I literally, the whole process of taking notes for each podcast episode, I just, I could have wrote down like everything written in the book, really. There's so many useful tools and Daniel does a wonderful job of really hitting a lot of solid and valid points and going there you know uh, some people uh, you understand what they're getting at Uh, they may not specifically say certain things uh, but in seedling Daniel goes there and he goes there in a way uh, that doesn't feel harsh uh, but is very insightful Uh, So, a big thank you to Daniel Muirfield for writing this gem of a book. Uh, I actually told my father, uh, if you remember, at the start of season three, uh, one of the first books that I featured uh, was the book that my father always uh, used as a tool for his life and Um, one that I became familiar with key to yourself and uh, that's a book that's just very sacred to him and I was writing to him yesterday evening and I told him that seedling felt like that book for me the way uh, key to yourself is for him Um, again kudos Daniel for writing seedling So this week, we will talk about self-care in nature. An advanced culture or species knows the value of peace and the qualities of respect across all energies while upholding the core principles of what completes the universe the value of peace and the qualities of respect across all energies you know 
just those two things alone if each individual practiced that uh, what wonderful shape our world would be in and I feel as though all individuals are doing it in some way shape or form but not collectively and consistently if we all were able to do it uh, in sync I think that the kindness journey and the self-kindness journey for everyone would really flow smoothly Um, because I think everyone values peace Um, I've heard people say they thrive in chaos and they may but I think that everyone values peace at some time or another Uh, and to respect energies all energies that means not only are we respecting one another we are respecting one another's spaces Uh, when we're in nature we are respecting not only the trees we admire but those creatures if you will that exist in nature we respect their space and there's that positive domino effect it doesn't seek to destroy but to acknowledge our harmonic balances of being able to appreciate this honor of living life through a divine experience so if we're respecting all energies valuing the peace of all instead of being destructive or careless we're able to acknowledge how all when treated well balances out one another and ultimately able to experience life for the divine experience that it is be it the most elated feeling or the most sinking feeling on the other side of both of those there's an appreciation and a sense of pride for being able to come through and understand it all for what it is our language dictates the theme of our repetitive behavior that constantly repeats the same pattern of standards so if we speak positively we think with 
kindness at the forefront and we do that repetitively well that's going to create a consistent flow of goodness you know positive vibes right because as we discussed even if what you get back from someone is not kind or positive it does not take away from your positivity bank and the balance of what you're receiving so that being said if you are consistently putting out negative you're not celebrating anyone yourself included and you're consistently doing that it's going to be quite hard to get to that place of kindness for yourself and really for sharing with others that would be what you would refer to as a downward spiral some may not realize they're in that it may take someone else bringing it to your attention or it may take a really groundbreaking experience to sort of stop you in your tracks and you realize okay I am not getting further in life I'm starting to physically feel effects of being this way all the time this way as in something that is not producing any sense of positivity and that awareness will help you to turn the corner to get onto your path of change positivity and self-kindness from generation to generation A wave of rejecting all natural properties of the planet, unaware of the sacred teachings of an advanced society that knows the magic of being open to listening to its environment. So, I think it's fairly safe to say that all of our ancestors listened to the land, if you will. They respected nature. They fully relied on nature as a major resource in what helped all of their lives run. So... As each generation progressed, you know, the the need for nature and the respect for it would slowly but surely begin to lessen as the modern conveniences of our world began to exist. And that is largely a good thing it helps us all excel forward 
uh, this podcast that I share with you all, it exists because of wonderful advancements that exist. And that's important. And I think that the current generations, with all that we have, we realize that indeed there is something missing and that is largely the core attachment to and the respect for nature some unless they have to could really care less about going outside or appreciating nature as everything they need in this day and age can be within the walls of their home. To get out and to get in touch with nature and respect it and immerse yourself within nature gives us all an opportunity to experience that which our ancestors experienced. Sort of giving us an opportunity to remember what is and what is important. The little things. It doesn't mean that our need for technology is not important, but the little things, the birds that we hear, the trees that we admire, the hikes that we take, all important. all a large part of our beginnings through our lineage and I think the ability to realize that can help us go forward and as we all love our technology and what it can do for us if we can add that balance in there and that realization of nature and its importance in our lives and and integrate that that's a beautiful path for us all to go forward on the meaning of a home is understanding that nature provides an in-house experience of self-identification So, speaking of a home, I just spoke of how most of us feel very comfortable within our home space and modern technology has made it very convenient for us to almost never have to go outside, (laughs) you know, and that is a wonderful convenience, but... We need to realize 
This is an old expression. Home is where and what we make it. So those that love to camp, you know that that's not meaning that they've decided to make the experience of camping their home. But there is an admiration there for those individuals that are able to be in touch with nature and appreciate that environment. And although temporarily, you know, they are able to make that home and appreciate that for what it is. And when that experience is complete, they go back to their quote-unquote traditional home space. But if they're open enough to understand home in the environment of nature, the darkest of night, offering the sensation of a heavy blanket, the soundtrack of crickets, offering light music, the sound of a stream offering clarity. You know, these are the things that within our homes we either emulate with technology or recreate through actual music, actual blankets, <laughs> actual running water for a nice hot bath. It's again about a balance to be able to respect it from your home space and to respect and realize the capability that nature can offer to you in a similar form. And that is, that is a kindness that you're giving yourself and to Mother Nature. The transfer of energy into our diets create a unique embodiment that can represent certain qualities and traits. Allowing the transfer of experiences can represent anything from a fish in a river to a goat on the highest mountain. So, pretty sure you've heard the expression, you are what you eat. I thought this was so awesome because it is very much you are what you eat but I love the idea of the energy transfer that's wonderful so you know when you read about if you are not a vegetarian if you purchase chicken or what have you and it says farm raised raised 
ethically. You know, that is important. That energy transfer, that's real. That is real. When it comes to fruits and vegetables, you know, they grow and thrive in a rich rainy season or lush soil or reach their height of growth in the most beautiful warm sunlight that is also that energy transfer when you take a bite of that apple or that orange or you make tea with those berries that energy transfer is so real Allowing a space of true freedom is understanding the past experiences and ideologies and how you see the world. True freedom is for everyone. Understanding the past experiences, not only yours, But, yes, others. And you're only human. You're not always going to initially understand someone else's. And perhaps you may not always understand your own experiences. But if you're willing to try and see or understand or listen, that softens you a bit. And not in a way where you become a pushover. It softens you and it opens you. Your mind isn't about the restrictions of being placed within the picture frame, but the freedom of accepting that you are a part of the collective space. (laughs) You know what's coming. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. Your mind isn't about the restrictions of being placed within the picture frame, but the freedom of accepting that you are a part of the collective space. That is really, that's, that's a mic drop. I love that. So good. 
When we move towards a period of self-care and self-love, we look to find our true embodiment, not guided by motives or agenda, but a place of freedom. And when we move toward that period, we want that to be beyond a period. We want that to be the standard. And how freeing not to be guided by motives or agenda, but what's best for you. And finding that which is best for you is such a wonderful place of freedom. We seek power at the expense of anything that stands in its way. Heading in the complete opposite direction to our true purpose of this lifetime. Power. Power is a weakness. Think of that. Power is power. There is no denying that. But power is also a weakness. If you just ride that wave of power because you can or because of where it gets you yet your true purpose in life you are going against because you are riding that wave of power possibly failing to realize How empowered you'll feel if you just take the time to discover your true purpose. Which may take work. I know for some that sounds grueling work. But what ultimately will come of that is priceless. Creative outlets are all about self-healing, feeling at peace, and building on the relationship of our whole embodiment. And as we turn our attention to nature, we can witness a variety of different creative outlets that are in plain sight. That's true. The Earth's art. You step out your front door and into nature. Now some get to nature faster than others. (laughs) As someone who lives in the city, I acknowledge that. But when you are in nature, 
look around, look at the detail of a leaf. Look at the ridges on a lemon growing on a lemon tree. Look at the sky. It is literally endless. Literally endless. The color, be it a cloudy day, a partly cloudy day, or just blue sky for miles. The details. The details. The creativity amongst us. The design of that which we see in nature. The design. There's art literally all over the place that none of us did the appreciation of that which is in plain sight. Everywhere you look in nature, there are lessons that can help as we look towards finding our own individualized expression An internal gratification knows that a creative outlet is an expression of freedom and all the answers you seek are already in plain sight. All the answers you seek are already in plain sight. I think that is a beautiful, comforting, insightful, encouraging way to end the thoughts on the book of the month for May Seedling. Again, thank you, Daniel Merrifield, for writing such a beautiful, beautiful book. I love you all. Take care. <laughs>